Hello, welcome to Set the Throne, episode three. Pedos is here. Yes, sir. What's up? Daryl is out sick, um, but he did watch the episode. We're waiting for him to uh, send us a question I think he had, so um, we'll get a little bit of Daryl insight on this episode, but um, we had the Battle of Winterfell, Pedos. Yes. It finally happened. Finally, dude. What did you think of the episode? Awesome. I mean, you can't not like the episode. I've seen many battles in war movies before, and Lord of the Rings are probably my favorites. I don't think it's the best battle I've ever seen, but it was unreal. It was awesome. I uh, I could probably get down with that. I also thought it was awesome. I was yeah. completely on the edge of my seat, I guess you could say, even though I was laying in my bed. But, uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, the brightness, the, the, the color, or the light of the episode was a little effective because it was kind of dark but then i also saw like the eerie feeling i loved how you couldn't see them i saw a lot of people complaining about the brightness and i Mm -hmm. and i can see their point i didn't really have an issue i don't know why um but i feel like that's how you know the episode was pretty good and that's like the biggest complaint (laughs) yeah people complain (laughs) about the brightness like come on got their contrast on the wrong setting yeah it's not their fault i love that i've heard i've heard pretty much almost all good things. Um, some people said they had a few problems with some things, which I also did too. We'll get into that later. Same. Um, but uh, overall, great episode. Right. So I mean, that's any right TV into... show. It's going to have right. its flaws. Yeah. Um, so. We'll kind of jump right into it. Um, last episode, we thought we had, me specifically went on a little too long with the recap. So we know if you're listening to this, you saw the episode, you pretty much know what was going on. So we're going to try to narrow things down a little more and try to get maybe some more insightful things that you might not know or might not have thought about when you're watching it. So uh, we're going to start out with kind of our th- our favorite moments. So Pedos, kind of hit us with some of your favorite moments from this episode. So number one, and when I rewatched it today, it was even more clear cut and it might be a surprise to a lot of people, but my favorite scene in the whole thing was when Sansa and Tyrion were behind the tomb. Oh, you're going to start me out with that, dude. Oh, dude. That was oh. hands down the best scene to me. Boy. Oh boy. Are All you right. a supporter or no? Oh dude. I loved it. Well, yeah, dude. I, it was, like I, I was, hated I was, it. I hate right. it because I don't know if you had the same vibe, but I thought they were both going to. I thought they were going to Romeo and Juliet on. Oh, it. big time! I, that's the that was the most I was on the edge of my seat was when those two were behind the tomb because that because it just started get that's where it started getting real dramatic. And yeah, she pulls uh, out the dagger, and I thought they're done. They're stabbing each other, and they're done. Ah, uh, dude, I I started pre weeping. I told I told people this. I started pre weeping. I was like in, in the phase where I was like, <laughs> oh my! Like, when he happen. kissed her hand, yeah. oh my heart. Uh, dude, yeah, I, that. That, that I didn't my... even like. It was so good that scene that I didn't even think of like. They would like they weren't even gonna get touched by, the whites. Like no one was gonna pop out of that tomb or anything. I was just so focused on them. It was I, so uh, awesome. I was in. I was watching this completely by myself in my room, pitch black. <sighs> I think I had my hood up, and <laughs> right gothic person. <laughs> yeah, I was right. Right when they started playing that piano music and she pulled out the dagger, I literally sat. I was like, no. Yeah. No, <laughs> to myself. <laughs> me and me and my roommate were watching. I think like we made comments throughout the whole episode, but from what I remember, we were stone silent to that whole scene. And oh like they, the way they did the sound, if you rewatch it, 
they it was like crazy crazy you could hear everyone dying in the background and then the more and more they stared at each other everything got less like everyone everything fell silent oh, behind them that was an incredibly <sighs> incredibly like uh tense i guess like when i was just imagining myself being in the crypts and hearing all of that chaos outside and not knowing what's going on i think i think that would probably be worse than being outside honestly oh absolutely it would be like when I, well, we'll get to it later. It was like another part when they're running through the castle. Right. I mean, it's it's you. I would rather be in an open field where you could die at any second, but you at least won't see it. This you know they're just chasing you. It's like a bad nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah but that that, was that leads me into. Oh, go ahead. But that was uh, I was just gonna say I agree with you. That is definitely one of probably my favorite moment from the thing from the yeah. whole episode too. I was I was just on literally. Me. I was almost off the couch sitting. I might have been on my knees just like watching. Yeah. Uh, but. With the speaking with the silence, like in the background, leads me to my second favorite part of the episode, and that was actually the music. And that was the Ooh. end, the ending, like when everything started getting dramatic, starting with Sans and Tyrion. If you listen to that song, dude, oh my god, I just wanted I saw it again when I rewatched it. If anyone watches uh, Westworld, it was almost identical to the music of Westworld, and it just took the episode to a whole new level. Yeah, I think it, I think it did start like right around, right around the Tyrion and, and Sansa scene. Yeah, it was when everyone's like starting just to like, everyone was about to, they were sensing death basically. They are, we going, are we going Sansa or Sansa? It's Sansa. Sansa. Okay. Yeah, it's Sansa. So was that a long A? Sansa. Yeah, long. Yeah, long A. Like the long night. Like the like the long night. There. Is that there the name of the, I think that's the name of the episode. I'm pretty sure it is. Wow. Um, the, so the, I, I, the music's actually playing in the background right now. This episode. I was so if you listen to the music, if yeah. everything goes goes as planned, the music is playing right now over yes. under our voices. I guess we couldn't not play the music. It was just so. It's again, I have to compare it to Westworld because Westworld's music, I think, makes the show at least fifty percent of it. It's unreal, like the piano sadness, and I believe it started right when, if I'm remembering this right, right when the Night King raised all the people he just killed, and that's uh, when it started playing. I I think you are correct. Yes, but that's that was my second favorite thing, and then my third. This one was because this episode was so awesome. This is like, it could have been anything, but I, I was really big on the Dothraki scene right in the beginning. Oh, when my the God, freaking yeah. swords lit up. And then I even loved more, I think, when the lights went out. So, yes. Uh, if if we want to get into that. Yeah, let's start it off there. So, yeah, I guess that was exactly, that was how the, the episode opened up with, with kind of, they showed us the formation, which was the Dothraki in the front, the right. unsullied behind them. And, uh, I guess Daenerys and Jon were kind of overlooking it with the dragons kind of ready to go. Mm -hmm. That was very suspenseful at the beginning. Oh, absolutely. No, there was barely any dialogue. Because you didn't, you didn't, you couldn't see the, the undead or the, the, is that what they're called? Undead? I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I honestly, for a good couple of minutes, wasn't sure if they were even there. I don't know if you had that feeling too. No, I did. I thought, yeah, I honestly thought when the Dothraki it was the Dothraki charge, I thought they were just gonna like keep running, and you just see the lights going further and further. Like, where are these people? Yeah, yeah. So and then the, and then before they started running, obviously, out of right. the vapor comes the red woman back mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Mel that was that was really cool. I don't know why I really thought that was it. Really like shocked me, I guess. Right. Quick question on that. Like, I was trying to view it. Did she come from the side, or like, did she come from the White Walkers? She, yeah, she came from the north. 
Right, but it was, was it like at an... I, I couldn't tell where she was coming from. Like, it had to be like an angle, right? It had to be like northwest. I guess we... I guess... Honestly, I only watched it once. I right. watched like the last half. I assumed she came from the direction which they ran later on, but that kind of wouldn't make sense now, would it? No, because wasn't she in the south? Or e is that e east? She was in the east with like Essos and all that kind of stuff, I believe. She yes. was like across the sea. So I don't know where she came from, but yeah, I she's thought there. She was at, I thought she was at Dragonstone or whatever the last time we saw her. Yeah. But and then, they, sure. then my boy Davos said, get out of here. Yeah. But so, what'd you but think? When well, she she lit up those swords that was awesome oh and my god like, it was unreal dude i got so then, jazzed and then like you said it was really really cool optics when you saw like all their lights like oh, gradually going out all the facial expressions on all the characters too when you just see little by little they're going out so my question to you another quick question was when the dothraki first run into the the whites was that a troll was that the uh, giant that he ran into the first one did you notice that I did not. I couldn't tell, no. So, like, when they ran in, like, you see just a glimpse, a flash of it, and the first Dothraki looked up. Oh. I don't know if he ran into that f huge giant at first, or it was just, like, where the whites were all piled up on each other. That is what I thought. I thought it was just a huge wave. Right. That's why I couldn't tell. I have no idea. I think, so, I don't know if I it was, like, I think it was a, a huge wave, but I can't be sure. But I, I could just be thinking that because I didn't even know giants were still in play at that time. Yeah, me neither. I yeah, I thought they were all gone once Ramsey killed that one. That last but, one, yeah. Right through yeah. the freaking eye. Ramsey. What's we needed Ramsey Bolton in this one. Yeah. It would have been over a lot faster if we had Ramsey. Yeah. So, this is kind of one of my first complaints. Not complaints. My first points that I want to make. Uh, was that the worst strategy of all time? Thank you. I was going <laughs> to say that. I was just saying, there were so many holes in the battle plan, dude. It was unreal. The f I mean, the first one, first of all, running straight at them is just a terrible idea. Just dumb. Just I mean, the Dothraki can't sit there and wait for them because they're on horses, but you could at least, like, ha drew the, the whites in and then had the Dothraki's attack from the side or something. Here's my point. Why do you have the most savage beasts and the most disciplined fighters in the world be the first pe your first line of defense? If they go down... That's who you're fighting against for the rest of the night. Well, Just they didn't know. White, two things of that is form. one, technically they didn't know the Night King was gonna raise them. I mean, you should assume that if you're these yeah. genius generals. Well, obviously they didn't because of the crypts, which we'll get to later. But. Exactly. But two, I think the at least in the unsullied, um, their reasoning is because they were gonna protect the retreat. Yeah, which that makes sense. That was actually a, it a does. Good but that's another point. I have another problem with that. The retreat. You could have let's saved talk, at least another 14 platoons of Unsullied before you burn that trench. Yeah. When you see Grey Worm look over, like he right before he pulls the trench, there's at least 12 lines of Unsullied still left. You could have saved a couple more. So their big plan was to to do that retreat and then light the trench, right? Right. How were they? They they wanted the trench to be lit by the dragon. Yes. Was that, Okay. Yes. And and of course, Daenerys and John are in freaking La La Land, doing God knows what. And but no, that's another. That was a, that's the biggest problem I have with this whole episode. Did you? John came back and landed in Godswood before that happened. So Davos is signaling to Daenerys 
that, but she can't see him, right? Right. So my biggest plot hole is why didn't John just light it? He's there with the dragon. He's well, sending I'll tell you why. Because John and Daenerys are freaking useless. They're dumb. Trash. I, if they, after last episode, if they get the throne, I'm out on Game of Thrones forever. I, I defend John because John at least killed like 40 White Walkers. Which was but, un, unbelievable. Yeah. But he dude, was, he was, he yelled at Dragon. No one had the balls to yell at a Dragon before. <laughs> just screamed at him thinking it would kill him. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a point where he just get off. <laughs> that was that was his, his big battle strategy. Just get yell at the night king. Me. Get away. Get off. Shoo, shoo. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that. I wrote that down. John asked the night king to politely get off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know if I comprehended the scene right, but he said get off, and I don't know if he was talking to when was, when they were fighting dragons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't hear, but probably. I have no idea. But I could see so, John so saying that. I want to get into this trench lighting thing. Yes, because, please. Uh, the dragons, I, John and Daenerys just couldn't come through. So yeah, I don't. I again, my biggest point on that is Jon Snow is sitting right there. Davos just someone tell John to turn around and light the thing. But anyway, go ahead. Why weren't the the um, arrows working? Uh, did they not have like? I guess did they not have oil anymore? So that, yeah, and it, it looked like it was oil and cloth, and then he brought that winter storm, okay. which seemed to be blowing everything out. Okay, so that that's just, that actually, I guess, isn't really a plot hole. Right. Well, again, they, I don't think they put oil on it, like on the trench. I think they were just banking on the dragon to literally just yeah, light it ablaze. So, like, those arrows still would have took a hundred of them to light it up. Yeah, I, lo- I love that they had no contingency plan, just... <laughs> nope. Dragon, dragon's got to do it. I mean, if, if anything's going to come through, it's going to be a dragon. Right. You're gonna, yeah. th- you know it's going to last the first 10 minutes of the battle, probably. So then our girl, Melisandre, has to come and save the day. And yes. this freaking bitch does... <laughs> the, we're all in, in <laughs> dire need of this trench to be lit. And what does she do? She lights she, it up, baby. Well, before that... She takes a nice little pimp walk over oh, there, taking yeah. her time. <laughs> her and her crew, her and her entourage. What was that? Dude, I don't know. She, that's why I said to, my, said to my roommate, I was like, why is she walking so slow? Uh, she she might as well have a cane and, and stroll grills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was, so, I was like, get over there. Yeah. There's a horde of dead people. That was. I feel like that was a main theme in this episode. Everyone was just walking so slow and the world's yeah. ending. But yeah. I, I don't know. And then you could see she was starting to lose faith in the Lord of the Light. And then, oh yeah, she was network. freaking out. She almost, she almost didn't get it. But yeah, of course, as about twenty times in this episode, uh, it all hope seems to be lost. And then at the last second, uh, she gets it lit. So yeah, the trench you, actually works for a good amount of time. It does. Explain to me one thing. I think I know the reason, but I want to make sure. Why did they need a collapsible bridge if they're going to light it on fire anyways? I don't know. I never even thought of that. I was thinking like as the worst comes to worst, if they can't let it on fire, it might just slow them down even more. But I don't think that was that necessary to have a collapsible bridge. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly, I never even put any thought into that. Unless it could go really deep and be like, so the Unsullied couldn't retreat. So like they're stuck there. They're forced uh, to. Which I could see because Grey Worm was really sad pulling the rope. But they knew it was a collapsible bridge already, so I don't. It wasn't like a surprise. So I don't know. I cannot believe Grey Worm survived that episode. Oh, dude, 
My I man was in either. the front lines. There's no chance he survived that. I, 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 I called it, I think, in the first episode, but I've changed. I'm done doing theories, by the way, but I've changed it like 12 times. The first thing I said was I could see not a lot of people dying, or I don't understand why everyone expected everyone to die. Mm-hmm. No one died this episode. Uh, nope. I mean, Zero. We, we, we had our first death during the retreat, I believe, and that was Ed. Uh, he yes. seemed. Unless you count Dothraki man. Main no. Dothraki boy. Nah, nah, nah. No, no, we, no. Uh, we had Ed save Samwell and, and then immediately die right after. Yes. Just, did he get stabbed in the face? I couldn't tell. I thought so, yeah. Okay, I thought so too. But I wasn't sure. Yeah, he was toast. Uh, so, RIP Ed. Yep. What uh, else we got? I guess my we can go to my favorite moment. Yeah, hit it. Besides the one you already mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked the scene with Arya in the library. Or I, oh, like I think, sneaking around? Yeah, I, I think it was a library. Look, those are bookshelves, right? Yeah, I think that's where like the Maester stayed or whatever. The reason I liked it so much was because there was so much chaos like in that episode. Just battles, sword fights, fire, ice, dragons. And then we got that scene where it was just as tense, if not more tense, but very quiet and I don't know how I I guess suspenseful obviously yeah I mean it, t- so it kind of turned into like a zombie movie but it was incredible the way they yeah, did it, was, it I just thought it was a really cool way to, to break up all the the madness basically and right and they were setting up I think they were just setting up for the fact that Arya is basically a ninja now she can yeah. kind of just disappear out of thin air dodge and and do anything Right, if they were going to show that kind of tension, it had to be with Arya. She was te- she'd be the only believable one that could sneak around them without right. making any noise. Yeah. But at first I thought that, that um, I think it was a wildling, and I ended up being a wildling girl, but I thought that was the chick that used to beat her up at the Many-Faced Gods place. The one she stabbed oh, through the, the throat. Yeah. yeah. Didn't it look like her at first? Which one? So the one Arya turned the corner right before leaving the library. and there was Oh, a- and she stabbed yeah, right through the oh, throat. Oh, speaking th- of that, I didn't write this down, but in that moment, I thought I thought Arya died. Same. Okay. Same. Right. Oh, okay. at least I thought she got stabbed. Right in the. So right did the I. Gut. So did I. Yes. Yes. For I sure. Don't I don't know if they did that on purpose or I'm just an idiot or what. I, I think know. they did. No, I think that was it. Cause like the, okay. she, she had such a quick reaction. Okay. But yeah, cool. but that I had one thing with that, and it could lead us into our next bit. Unless you have more top moments. Nope. Go ahead. Okay. So that when she stabs her, right? She stabs her with dragon glass because she picked up a weapon, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So everyone that was getting stabbed with the dragon glass. Or let's just do this. Let's go to our next one of my other favorite moments. Liana. Great. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Just I just want to do a theory between these two. So Arya stabs that chick with dragon glass through the throat. The thing dies. She lays it down. Liana stabs the giant through the eye and he disintegrates. I don't hmm. get that. How does one disintegrate with Dragonlass, the other one doesn't? I think they're all supposed to disintegrate with Dragonlass. I never picked up on that. Yes. I think that was that a plot is... hole. Because that would have made so much noise in the library and Arya would have been screwed. Huh. Wasn't Dragon... Go ahead. She had to have killed all the Dragonlass. Right. I don't know. But Liana did for sure. I'm almost positive Arya did. Unless it was Valyrian Seer, but I'm almost 100% sure it was Dragonlass. Yeah, I can't say for sure. For certain. Right. If we will have to look back into that. But yeah, I didn't understand that because one disintegrated and one didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. 
But what'd you think uh, of Liana? You think that was the good way for her to go out? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean it was a it was the essence of a true David versus Goliath moment, literally. Oh, huge. And oh, talking yeah. about a pimp block, did you see her strut <laughs> to the giant screaming? Oh, yeah. oh and, then, and then she got bitch slapped. <laughs> she got pimp she, slapped. Oh but she screamed like Ned Umber when she got yeah. hit. Oh yeah. But yeah, she uh, that that was very I liked the that nice poetic end for her kind of eh. no, she was awesome. Eh. I guess not poetic. I think but, it's poetic. I mean, what else would she have done anyways? Been that heroic, leader of yeah. House Mormont, the three left. Right. Three Mormonts that were left. Yeah. I liked so it. I, and now she's she's going to be... I hope someone saw it, though. Because that's going to suck if no one saw her do that. Yeah, true. She doesn't get credit for... Yeah, she's not going to get any credit for it. She's going to be laying dead. Yeah. Who knows if anybody saw it. It was kind of like... I don't know. I guess Jamie and Brienne might have. They were... They were they were nearby. Uh, on I feel like little. they might have been too occupied at the moment. Oh, they were getting wrecked. Wrecked. <laughs> Toast. I really like that. That is one of the the complaints I had with this episode is that not much like happened with many characters. I guess like right. Tyrion didn't do nothing. Right. He didn't do well, anything. I, at all for, with that. The Tyrion, at least, I feel like. I mean, I would, I agreed with you up 100 percent until this point where I just thought of. I feel like that one had just portrayed more that how useless they actually were in the crypts. Those characters, like Varys, said one line, and it was a sarcastic line. At least we're ready in the crypts or something like that. Yeah. Like those got they're useless down there, at least yeah, right now. Well, yeah. Um. Even Jamie and and Brienne and Pot, like they didn't. Nothing major happened with them. They we. We got a couple moments where it looked like they were about to die and they didn't, but... Right. And it's jump. I feel like it's super tough for at least the showmakers too because to sh- you know this is an endly, endless army, but then you yeah. also don't want to kill everyone off, so how do you like keep them surviving? I mean, they were just getting pummeled and somehow they stayed alive. There was like hundreds just surrounding them. Just those three they, guys. I think they generally did a good job of, of not making the battle seem stale. Like, it could obviously have been very repetitive if they if it just kept in wave after wave after wave oh right yeah i think like that was all, one of their main keys too was to split it up and i think aria was a great choice to yeah. do that with aria was a great way to do it the crypts held so yeah uh we had the hound mm-hmm. kind of had a little bit a little bit of storyline to him being completely terrified yes uh, about halfway through um i, I think thought it was cool I think it was when the fire hit, when they lit the trench. Right. If I was reading that right. Was that... Yeah, yeah that was... Okay, that was obvious. I don't know if that was a... Yeah, he, he was afraid of the fire, and mm-hmm. it basically just triggered his PTSD completely. He was he was useless up until the point he saw Arya was in trouble, and it kind of snapped him back into reality. So That was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was really cool when he's like, what about her? Tell her that or whatever. Beric said that, and he like mm-hmm. just... Immediately jumped yeah, to action. didn't even yeah. think about it. Uh, it's, he's. I feel like he's gonna end up being like a father figure for her if if he survives. Does he fight the mountain? Uh you would think. I would think, he, but I don't think he he's just going survives. To. A, I think he will. He survives, and obviously that's probably what's coming. It's Cersei. Oh, I can't wait for that. Can't wait yeah. for that. Cersei's awesome. But before we get there, I guess we got to talk about the scene, right? Theon, yeah. Bran. So, what'd you think of Theon's performance? 
Oh, I loved it. A plus. A plus, right? He might have been the MVP. Well, I'm going to say A minus. A minus. All right. What's, what's, what are you marking him off for? Uh, worst assassination attempt in the history <laughs> of the world. <laughs> I mean, at that point, though, you're not going to be tricky. How are you going to be tricky in front of 2,500 whites and 14 white walkers and then the Night King? I mean, his, I th- his running form was the worst. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think about like his like actual attempt of just going with the spear. No, I just I I would probably have waited for him to like get in range, and then tried. I don't. But again, know. I mean, it's like he you're going no against like right. exactly. Yeah, he knew he was dead either way. I just think he couldn't didn't have to run like a goofball, could <laughs> ran like a man or something. But I think I got I might give him the MVP, dude. The oh, way he yeah, held for off. Sure. One thing the, I was I was wondering is why, why didn't they give Bran like dragon glass? Like, what I if, don't know. What if what if the Night King just came up to him like he did, and Bran just gave him a little poke right in the belly. <laughs> gotcha. And that was how the Night King was killed. <laughs> what if he was fake and he was handicapped the whole time and just he had <laughs> dragon glass on his boots, just kicked him? Well, you know it would have been a really cool, a cool way for Arya to well, Arya to kill the Night King. Spoiler alert. Um, yep. Arya to kill the Night King was if she, obviously this couldn't happen without Bran being dead, but if she, like, was faceless man Bran in, in the wheelchair and oh, popped up and killed him. That would have Wait, that means, yeah, that means Bran would have been faceless. Yeah, I don't care. He'd kill him. <laughs> I wish he was dead in season one. They wouldn't even attack then. The Night King would have gone his way. Yeah. Bran so would I. So would I. Would have saved a lot. Yeah, that's true. Would have saved a lot of lives. Yeah. Um. So one thing I wanted to bring up was how. How do you think Arya got there? That's all I was just gonna say. Where did she jump from? The only. I had a thought that. She could have possibly. Uh, been faceless man woman with the white that she killed in the library. And, was like kind of blending in with the whites there's no way she went back into the library though she ran from the library i don't know i don't know i i mean there were a lot of trees so she could easily slipped in the trees and it looked like she was very sneaky like she avoided someone underneath the table and he was two steps away i need that to be answered in the next episode though it can't just be left open-ended or i'm gonna be very disappointed well she had a jump from somewhere so i'm i'm assuming it was in the trees I just hate that. I hate that that we don't know how she got there, and it seems like it just came out of nowhere. All right, what was a, what was a harder harder journey? Arya to the Godswood or Jorah to the battlefield with Daenerys? How did he yeah, get there through Jorah millions of? of too. He ran through millions of whites just to get to Daenerys somehow. Yeah, <laughs> that's another one. Those are some tough. So uh, those are the complaints I was talking about that yeah. I think people uh, have a right to to complain about. Right. If they like say I have that. A, didn't like the episode I, I, I can i can buy it right that was just a, it was a lot of little plot holes but again it was i mean it was such an unbelievable episode if that's the worst of it i also like, need i need more backstory on the night king if we don't get yeah. that i'm gonna be very uh, disappointed yeah that was one of my biggest complaints was although I, the worst my worst storyline was the white walkers i hated that the most i agree you can't finish it in one episode you exactly built up eight I'm, I'm the same way i i am i'm probably the biggest proponent of the human aspect of the show oh absolutely don't really care about the night king and white walkers so Mm -hmm. i'm very excited that it's looking like my prediction from last episode is is true 
um, that we're done with the storyline and we're going to get the actual Game of Thrones for the last three three episodes. Um, but I need an explanation. Like, it yeah, can't just you, be... we got to know who he was, at least. They set up this whole thing with Craster and his sons sacrificing. We don't know why. Uh, like, Bran warging. Uh, we we need answers. That's all I yeah. know. That's all I know. That would have been unbelievable if he like spoke right with Bran. Yeah. He just said one word. That was an, there's a couple other things. One plot hole about that scene though with Theon was, if you notice again, when Theon's men started getting overwhelmed, mm-hmm. hunt like it was like tw- thir- 20, 30 White Walkers. And then somehow Theon kills one and he's, he's got a break, and he's killing one by one somehow. They're not just overwhelming them. Yeah, I Theon went full. Rambo, <laughs> Theon, dude, the great, the Greyjoys. They might be my favorite house. I I'm, love the Greyjoys. Big Greyjoy guy. Big Theon guy. Yara, I, I can live without I her. I love Yara. I don't think she's gonna come back though, which is gonna make me very sad. You don't think don't so? S- What's the point of her coming back? I mean, I think Euron is gonna be a huge, huge character. Right, but okay, so I guess she has to come back with something or someone. Yeah, I, I think she'll be back because she has like three ships. Yes. So I mean I have no idea, but we'll see. Um, other than that, is there anything? Oh, I guess. Um, did you catch the, the move that Arya did with dropping the knife? Mm-hmm. The dagger that was that was the, the little, move that really impressed Brienne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time. I saw that. I didn't see that. Like I didn't think of that at first, but mm-hmm. I saw that the next day. I think that was a cool little tidbit. Yes, another cool little tidbit. I'm sure you saw this one was, did you see where, obviously they killed him under the Wormwood tree, the Night King. Mm-hmm. That's where Bran gave Arya the dagger in the right. same spot. Yeah. And that dagger was meant to kill Bran way earlier in the show. So, I mean, that kind of alludes to the, the Bran being the Night King. Like, maybe somehow he still is. I know that was a theory. Like, I don't know. Unless it's just kind of like a poetic thing where that, that dagger was supposed to kill Bran and it killed the Night King. I don't know. Right. Wait, well, why would he be the Night King because of that? I don't know. There's just a connection there, I feel like. Right. It, but it, the knight, the, I feel like, or the knife was supposed to kill Bran from the Lannisters. Right. I know. I I, I guess I'm just saying there's there's a connection and, and maybe somehow they're going to tie everything together. And yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I just hope, like, I, I go back to your point. I hope they actually explain something about the Night King. Yes. Um, do you think there's any chance that the Night King comes back? I didn't even think of that. I mean, how? I mean, they have shown that the dead can rise the dead. So that's still a possibility. But... Yeah, but who's going to rise him? <laughs> no, ain't no one voluntarily going to rise the Night King. Bran? I mean, he probably has the power to do so. Yeah, but unless he does something. Maybe, yeah, if he sees, like, Cersei's winning the war. Yeah, I don't he know. He just calls her up. I don't I think mean, so. Yeah, either, I mean, I, like I said earlier in the, this episode, I, I think I'm done doing theories. Yeah. Uh, just, I feel like 99% of people should be. We've gotten a couple of them right, but every person has just gotten everything wrong. I, mean, I think I'm just going to start enjoying it. There was one theory that I was, not one theory, but uh, it wasn't like a, a full, all-encompassing theory, but I pred- I made a prediction on who was going to kill the Night King. Yeah. I thought I was, I thought I nailed it. Who, I what, it what did you, be, you say? I thought it was going to be Jamie. 
I thought the whole Kingslayer thing was gonna come like full circle. He was gonna kill the Night King. Mm. People were gonna call him Kingslayer in a good way. I was like, there is no chance I'm wrong on this. Right. I feel like that would have led right to the Iron Throne too. Once they mm-hmm. defeated Cersei. Yeah. So I would have liked right. that. I love I'm a big Jamie guy. I would have liked yeah. that a lot. I didn't even think of that. Yep. Hmm. There was another alright, so I for kind of forget this theory, but I'm gonna talk through it as I go. There was a theory that Jamie was killed, I think, in like season two or whenever. Um back like when he got his hand cut off or something like that and that there's a faceless guy acting as jamie um and that kind of aligns with his character shift you know like he was kind of a dick and then all of a sudden he he started doing all these good things i mean i mean yeah i could i could see what the character shift like you said Mm -hmm. was he that but then he met brianne at that point too so i don't know if it was just strictly because of brianne what do you make of this faceless man? Is there more to the story, or is it just was it just kind of like there to to I don't know. I guess I, kill I think, the phrase was one of them. Right. I think I first and foremost that was my second most hated storyline was the faceless man. Of many faces. Yeah, I hated yeah. that, especially when she was in Bravos. But I think that was just the way to show how Arya became a killer. Yeah. That, yeah. And to be like ruthless. Yep. Because how else are you going to show that? learned a lot. Did you see her on those steps with that freaking staff? Oh, unreal. Uh, That's another thing I'm disappointed about. That's the only thing the weapon was for is just to fight whites. Yeah. Come on. When when she first dropped the dagger, I thought that was her weapon. I thought that was her weapon doing the maneuver or whatever. Right. And then I rewatched it. I was like, oh, no, that was the Valyrian steel dagger. So Yeah. How are you going to make two episodes about a weapon? And then she just loses it and fights whites with it. Maybe she goes and picks it up. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Gendry. Yes. You want to talk about Gendry? Yeah, why not? He survived. You mean the, you mean the next king? Uh, I was going to say, looking more likely that he can be king, I think. I think, I, it's, think it, I, I don't see any other reason for him to be in the show. What other purpose think- has he served? It's possible, I've heard this, um, that he is Cersei and Robert's only true son. Now, oh. if that's the case... Then he's would, definitely in line. <laughs> uh, yes, so if if Cersei goes, John and Daenerys somehow go, he's he's got a, he's got a nice claim. I mean, he... Even if he's not Cersei's, he has, still has the claim with Robert's bastard. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? I mean, besides, no. I don't well, know. I mean, unless you buy into the belief that the Targaryens still are the rightful heir to the throne. but I don't think so. They lost a war. Why would yeah. they be the rightful heir? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think so at all. But, but they lost but that, that would definitely mean I think Danny would have to die if Gendry gets the throne. Yeah, I'm out on Danny. I'm yeah, way she out. Sucks. I am she way sucks. out. And maybe that's what she did. You hear that uh, Amelia Clark, the actress that plays Danny, uh, what she said over the summer about her character? No. She said in an interview, she's like, I am something along the lines of, I'm worried about uh, the lasting taste that my fans are going to have in their mouth or something like that. Like, implying that's that. Tough. 
that she's gonna do something that people don't like and she is now like right i'm i I liked her up until this season pretty much well see i think i mean i'm the same way i don't like her that much but i think i i just don't think her character is evolving with the storyline i think she's still eye on the prize iron throne that's why i'm so excited about these next three episodes right because now it's going back to her world so much dialogue hopefully so much storytelling so much plot so much right snakery i don't know so I, yeah i think it, she just people didn't want to she didn't evolve with the times so her fans are like all into this white walker stuff but she's not going along with it as much and she's like oh that's why she's looking like she's turning heel yep but all right uh, i don't know do i have anything else i got a couple things real fast one okay. i just want to hear say you're you're sorry I just want to hear an apology from you. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Say sorry to Sir Davos because you said he was guaranteed <laughs> dead. Uh, I, yeah, you're right. My I'm man sorry, is a Davos. survivor, Pacelli. He ain't dying. I mean, I really expected him not to be such a coward, but... Who? Davos? I guess that's his, I guess that's his M.O. How was he a coward? He had blood all over his face. He was fighting. Yeah, he's probably picked it up off the dead people who's splashing on his hey, face. Hey, the onion, I told you, man, he's playing the best Game of Thrones there is. He's <laughs> just sitting by waiting for his chance. Do you honestly think he has a chance at the throne? or at- No, but I think he has a chance at, like, hand. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, the guy from who has no fingers, that's a great, great position for him. <laughs> um, a couple quick things, one sentence, two things here. I don't think Danny, this is the one part I don't like about this, ending in one episode with the White Walkers, is there's... Plausibly, there's no way Danny could win this war now for Cersei. There's no way she has any manpower left. No, which I don't no. know. I won't understand. So we'll see how that goes out. And the only thing she has is those dragons, and they're freaking useless. Who, Danny? There's only yeah. one left, isn't there? Nah, I think they're both alive. There was some. There was some controversy with that, but I've been reading that people think they're both alive. There, there was no clear-cut evidence that one died. Okay. Even yeah, two. I guess, I guess two dragons make up for a decent amount, but. Still. That was another thing I wanted to bring up, and she just brought it up. Could could they have n- utilized those dragons any worse? Oh my god! The only thing I I kind of get is that they had to keep him back because they didn't know where the Night King was, and those javelins could have took him out. I but guess. I mean, you could have th- that and the catapults. They fired the catapults once. <laughs> yeah. What was the yeah. point of spending three weeks building catapults and not even use them? I think I think the question is warranted uh is john snow the worst commander of all time yeah hands down <laughs> strategist i would say he's yeah. got the leadership he's got the honor but just strategist has got to oh, get sure. it out of his he's, hands he's the most honorable man i know <laughs> gotta be a terrible strategist get jamie commander buddy yeah i would i wouldn't put him in trouble. i would honestly i think jamie's the smartest war jamie's the what smartest strategist yeah. war yep. strategist yep um another thing is quick theory Melisandre said to Arya, brown, blue, green eyes. Cersei oh, yeah, has green yeah, yeah. eyes. Yeah, I don't know if we, we didn't go over that. Mm-mm. Cersei does have green eyes. Keep your eyes on that one. Um, and Who has brown eyes? We were talking about this. A couple people did. So, the I don't remember his name, but the old hand of the king that she hated. That would um, rape the little girls, I think it was, right? That's how <sighs> she killed him. She slit his throat or stabbed him through the eyes. Something like that. Okay. This is her first kill. Was that? Yeah, I remember that, who you're talking about. He's the one that ordered. Or Kingsguard. I'm sorry, not Hand of the King. Kingsguard. Is he the one that killed her dad? He, I he, believe so. He's the one that swung the axe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. He was just like that really mean Kingsguard guy. Okay. Him and uh, Walter Frey had brown eyes as well. 
mm-hmm. okay. That, and then Blue that Eyes Night King. Definitely and then Cersei is supposedly the green eyed woman. Um, mm. And lastly, my biggest thing is just cleanup crew. Who's cleaning up Winterfell? <laughs> I saw you do that. that Dude, I, that's still my biggest thing. Like, how do, yeah. How do you clean that up? You got to just shut it down, right? Well, do they disintegrate when the Night King died? That's no. All the whites didn't. All the White Walkers did. But Viserion did. Right. So I, I don't know. That's a great question. And I'm interested to see if they have to call call someone, get a quote. Get a quote. Get waste <laughs> management out here 24 hours, seven days a week. No no holidays this year, boys. Gonna, next episode is going to be a cold open. It's just going to be <laughs> Tony Soprano backing up a garbage truck <laughs> in Winterfell. <laughs> Polly Walnuts. Hey, Hughes, what do you want these at? Use. <laughs> Oh my god. What if that's a whole episode, the whole next episode? Everyone's just cleaning up the mess. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I got left for him is I mean, you can't live there. The smell. Yeah, They've already yeah. been dead for years. That's a great point. I have a feeling they're just gonna abandon Winterfell and uh probably just go on and battle Cersei and then figure it out. Leave oh Samwell to clean up the mess while they're <laughs> fighting. <laughs> Hey, he did a hell of a job too, man. Yeah, I know awesome. he cried at the end, but he put oh, he put his God, work. I would have cried during. Yeah, I would have cried before. I wouldn't <laughs> even have showed up. True. <laughs> so, what do we think? We're so you think Cersei and Euron are next? Think they're teaming up? Oh, Euron and Cersei? Yeah, for sure. She's mm-hmm. got Euron in her pocket. Cersei is the queen. You think Euron's gonna betray her? No. No. Nope. I think Cersei betrays betray Euron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, there's okay. Cersei. She, they're, they're making. She's the master. <laughs> so, uh, this is probably the last thing I want to say. But I was looking at like uh, threads about the show, and uh, people were talking about the episode. And my favorite comment by far, someone said, "Imagine surviving the literal apocalypse, and then dying to fucko the pirate." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I did not see that, dude. That's too funny. <laughs> Fuck <over> the pirate. <laughs> Who so, said that? Someone on Twitter? Yeah, just some random person on some thread. I think it was Reddit. Oh, my so, God. So, uh, this podcast is officially only going to refer to Euron as Fuck over the Pirate. Oh, my God. Dude, I think that might be the funniest part of Twitter so far this season. How they weigh that and then the, just the way they describe them. Oh, yeah. Oh, like the crusty old, dusty old pirate. Yeah. <laughs> that's great I didn't see that but that's funny alright so hope uh, you guys enjoyed listening to this hopefully we had a little bit better uh, canter this time not just is it banter uh what's canter and is canter from the Portland Trailblazers like, I think canter is like how you talk like uh, I don't know Canterbury. Could be. I have no idea what it's I'm banter. Thinking, man. It's banter. Anyways. It's banter. Anyways, that's it. Hey, what do we say to the god of death? Not today. <laughs> <laughs>